Simplified Chaos, episode 68. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Hey, hey, wonderful friends. Welcome to another episode of Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my husband and co-host, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? Hope you all are doing well, staying safe, not losing your shit during this quarantine. <laughs> For real? Yeah, but no, we're uh, we're happy to have you with us, and today is Tuesday. If you're listening to this the day that this episode comes out, I know a lot of people are wondering what day of the week it is. It is Tuesday <laughs> so if true. you're listening to the day it comes out. The days are blending together. Yes, they are. <laughs> so what's going on here, Jilly? What are we talking about today? Today's episode is all about co-living. Yeah, this is a, an interview episode where we interviewed our co-living partners. Our roomies. Our roomies. Your roomie for life. <laughs> she is. We're never separating. <laughs> At least if I can help it. But you know, one day it might happen. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So just wanted to, to set this episode up for you all. Um, we obviously will talk about our, uh, our gratitude as we dive into this. But we wanted to do an episode about our co-living situation. So we do live with your sister, her fiance, mm-hmm. their handsome son. Mm-hmm. our three dogs and then of course there's you me and lucille so uh we have our own episode of full house going on here and i thought what a better time because of quarantine life because we did have some people asking us like how's that going <laughs> you know you can't leave the home there's a lot of people in your house and we're like you know what this is a great opportunity to just talk with the roommates about the situation and answer some listener questions about how we're doing it and why yeah and you know we've been doing one interview episode a month and obviously with this quarantine we're not going out and interviewing anybody at this time so what better time now than to interview our our roomies yeah to just give you a little introduction of i I think you kind of prefaced what their names were but it's my sister randy Mm -hmm. and did you say mark her fiance mark Mark, and they have a seven month seven month yeah. Name Reese. So if you hear the name Reese, um, it is their baby. And he was on the podcast with us because yeah. Randy was breastfeeding during the episode, which kind of brought back memories when I used to do it with Lucille. Yeah, the very early days of our podcast where Lucille was actually part of it. But uh, we can't trust her right now to, to raise hell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, we, you know, we kind of wanted to set up our, our living situation before we dive into that. I know that was one of the questions and we really didn't dive into it on the podcast. We thought it was more appropriate for us to kind of set it up here. But uh, we live in a single family home. It is four bedrooms. We have uh, two bathrooms uh, and then two half bathrooms in the house. Um, we have a main floor, which consists of a family room, a kitchen, a what we call a butler's pantry which is designated the the dining room but we changed that up and then we have what the living room was or is supposed to be is our dining room so you know we have a a decent amount of space on the main level and then we also have a uh, finished basement which is now my office but and it's also got a a bed down there in the basement for when uh your dad and and some folks want to stay spend the night so the guest wing it's the guest wing of the house (laughs) slash office slash laundry slash uh weight room 
room yeah. that doesn't get used very much. No. <laughs> so yeah, you know, we have a, a pretty comfortable situation here, but you know, obviously we have four adults, two kids, and three dogs roaming around. Um, so that is really the the setup there, and I think what we want to do is before we we dive into the episode is Jill just kind of set it up and, and you know why we we are doing this episode. Well, I feel like that's that's why we started podcasting was the why you know what's the purpose the intention behind it, and so when we so this is the house I grew up in. So basically, my sister and I have been living here since we moved in. Yeah, since ninety three. Um, since ninety three. And when Nick and I got married, we bought out my mom Mm -hmm. and Randy came with the house. You know, my mom was like, (laughs) see you later. You guys are married now. I need to get out of here. You know, we didn't kick her out or anything. No. So she left and moved in with her sister and my sister kind of stayed. And it was it was the best decision because it's like, why should she leave? We had plenty of space. Yeah. You know, she paid rent. She was responsible adult. And, you know, she had a dog and we had plenty of space for the dog to. I mean, she's basically best friends with my dog. Yeah. So it just seems so silly for her not to live with us. And then along came Mark and things happened very quickly. They fell in love. The baby came out of nowhere. (laughs) Well, it didn't come out of nowhere. We all know how babies come from. But the situation came where they're like, okay, so where are we going to settle? And Mark was still living in his family home. Mm -hmm. And it's not like he had his own place. And we had more space here. A lot, I think a lot more space than his house did. And it was just one of those, I don't know if it was difficult for Mark at all, but I mean, we had a bedroom he waiting. It made it seem like it was pretty easy transition in, in our so episode. And, hear, yeah. You know, just easy going. And yeah. Mark was just like, you know what? I'll move in. It seems to be the better fit. You have plenty of space because he has a dog too. So yeah. he brought his dog over. It was a slower transition, but you know, they have a, a nursery for Reese now, and we had another bedroom for their bedroom together. Yeah. So it just kind of made sense for him to join us instead of Randy trying to make it work over there and move more pieces. And I mean, I know they eventually have plans to find a home and right, settle. Right, right. And they'll dive into just, that in the yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah. But that's kind of the why. It just kind of happened organically yeah. that way, you know? And it's funny, you know, we we get a lot of questions when we talk with people and say, oh, you're co-living? Like, I'll I'll get those, half the reactions is, oh, that's really neat. How's that working out? And the other reactions are, oh, how's that working out? And it's just like that tone. And it's like, no, it's it's great. I was like, and I have nothing but positives to to spit off at them, you know, when when they ask that question. And, And a lot of people are like, oh, that's really great. So... You know, this episode kind of explains the whole situation. We we get some tough questions answered. No, they're not really tough. I'm kidding. But they are really exciting questions. It's a fun episode. A lot of silly banter. Uh, we killed a bottle of Woodford Reserve during the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, no, it's it's really fun. But uh, anything else before we, we dive into this, Jilly? No, I just think it's, it's not going to be, I feel like, as easy structured as our other interviews it's kind of just going with the flow it is it's a lot of fun just driven by humor and the questions that we got from you guys and just kind of going with it we just it's like lounging so grab a cocktail or a coffee and just get cozy and i I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode all right let's dive into it cool cool hey guys welcome to the podcast we are here (laughs) we are here with randy it's so weird saying your name randy my sister i know and her fiance Mark. My fiance. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, guys. We're excited to have you. 
Thank you. In our living room floor. On our living room floor. And <laughs> With cocktails and We hand. have a baby on the podcast for the first time mm-hmm. in probably about a year. Lucille was, a, a, for those of you who are listening for the first time, Lucille was a frequent guest on our podcast. Mm-hmm. And you can hear her suckling from the teat every now and then. Um, so now we have... Uh, your son here with us as well. So it's, it's great to have a full room. We have three dogs also sleeping around us. So this should be a very interesting hour of uh, entertainment for you folks. Feels right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of life in here. But before we dive into everything we want to talk about today, about our, our co-living situation, we like to show a little gratitude. So Jilly, we'll have you start off and we'll just kind of go around the room here to show a little uh Gratitude. Kumbaya. Let's do it. All right. I am grateful for the weirdness that is my sister and I. Oh. We were taking barefoot walks around our neighborhood safely on the sidewalks, not going too far. And uh, Lucille loves singing, singing, singing Oompa Loompa, Oompa Loompa (laughs) song. And just like in childhood, you know... Where I start, Randy finishes, you know, and I started making up my own riddles and Randy would finish them and they would rhyme and they would be on point every time. And we're just like giggling and walking like crazy people around the neighborhood. And I just love, I love it. You can't describe what a relationship is. It's just a feeling and I'm not going to get emotional right now. Oh man. Get those alcohol involved. Jill's Jill's going to start the podcast (laughs) off already crying. Holy crap. It just feels right. Like it's just... It's it's us, you know. There's no one else that can replace Randy and just be that weirdo with me, and she is. So, I am grateful for Randy. That is awesome. What about you? I am grateful for this team right here. We are freaking. We are a team. Yeah. And we'll talk more about it, but I mean, you know, we're all here to help and support each other, pick each other up when we need it. Um, help out around the house like we're going to talk about a lot of this stuff but i mean i'm really grateful for you and i'm glad that we're able to sit down and do this podcast and and really you know what better time when we're all quarantined together than to you know talk about how we're all quarantined exactly (laughs) and how this is all working out so um no but but seriously like i am grateful for for both of you and for doing this podcast but more importantly for being the best roommates that we could possibly ask for so uh yeah, I'm looking forward to, to talking about this a little bit further. So uh, we'll go pass it along. Mark? All right. What are you grateful for? Well, when you asked me about it earlier, uh, you know, present company included. <laughs> um, you know, I was just thinking about so many things I am grateful for in my life. But probably the most important one is family and friends that I've had. I, I mean, people always want to bitch about people that like stab them in the back and all these negative influence they've had in their life and i've been really fortunate to not have very much of that a lot of drama free uh a lot of drama free and you know i'm sure some friends and family probably tried to get me into stuff that inadvertently wouldn't have been the greatest thing but great parents great brothers and sisters in-laws obviously randy jill (laughs) Jill kind of stole that Um, yeah I'll so just sorry. I'll just try to. Jill top tends that to steal and, my uh, gratitude half the time too. So well, the, the <laughs> nice thing about third position here is I can say I'm more grateful for Randy than Jill is, and babe, to you. <laughs> oh. oh shit, Jill, uh, Randy, the uh, 
the pressure cooker situation here. Oh, well, I was pretty much going to go on the same line that you did. So yes. we're kind of just repeating each other. All of Except us. Except I'm sure it's... This is the sappy podcast someone. episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's someone for different reasons. Mm. Um, no, I'm just really grateful for, yeah, like this whole... Like Jill and I were talking about this the other day that like being quarantined, or quote unquote quarantined, because I do go out to work for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, but I was like, man, like, I'm just someone that just really doesn't like alone time and doesn't really, like, I would call Jill when she would be, like, on her way home from somewhere. And I'd say, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, uh, no, um, you know, I'm just on my way home. And I'm like, well, I, I want to go to Target. And she's like, okay, just go. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't want to just go. I want to wait for you. When are you coming home? I'll be home in half an hour. Just go. And I'm like, no, I'll wait for you. <laughs> I'll wait for you. You know, you can do things by yourself. Right? I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to. I'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm really grateful that like we have this situation because I'm not by myself because I don't really, I don't really like being by myself. Like Reese is cool and everything, but sometimes I just walk up to Jill and just hand her Reese and I'm like, okay, I'll see you, I'll see you in five you minutes. You can't do that with Reese. You can't just walk up to Reese and hand him Jill. No. <laughs> no, unfortunately. <laughs> But yeah, so very grateful for like that we have each other. Well, cause... we've had a lot of practice with like the getting snowed in for five days together. Oh, yeah, like that, that's those right. are mini quarantines. But I mean, I mean, you showed your colors when you and I did the ski shot of uh, wild turkey, <laughs> and it was like, yeah, that was that was go time. So no, we, we've had a lot of practice for this uh, this moment here. So no, that's that's awesome. And you know, again, I think we're really um, grateful to have you know such great great roommates. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about. So, Jilly, you want to get this thing kicked off? Yeah. Can I start off with a quote? Sure. Because <laughs> that's what I You're do. You're the quote queen. I know. Um, I found various things, but there was one that kind of really stuck, I think, with our situation to kind of start off with. And it said, no matter the reason for co-living, the movement attracts a certain type of personality, one that is curious, open, and ready for change. And I feel like that describes all of our personalities pretty well. Hell yeah. I feel like we're all very open. We're all adaptable. We're all just fucking getting along. Like, we yeah. just... Well, we have to be very open for all of this to work, too. Like, yeah. you know, we really can't hide anything from each other. I mean, it is, you know... I don't want to say it's a small house, but I mean, we're all within this same space. And so we, we know what's going on and we're here to pick up and support each other when we need to. We're here to make fun of each other, which happens a lot. You know, you got to have thick skin. In this yeah, house. you have to have very thick skin <laughs> to live in our household. But I mean, everybody understands that. And, you know, everyone dishes it out just as much as they receive it. But it's, it's all part of it. But I like what they said is that it is a movement. And I really, truly believe that because of the way like the whole situation is and you know you guys feel free to, to chime in on this as well but i mean it's very hard for people our age to put a down payment on a house right now yeah. and you know particularly coming out of college with so much debt mm -hmm. or you know with now really with the way that the economy is going um you know it's just really difficult and we have to come up with unique ways to, to make things work and try to make things as easy as possible so that we can still enjoy life. So I feel like this situation has helped all of us out, you know, as far as achieving what we want to achieve, you know, professionally, personally, as a family. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a movement. Yeah. I feel moved. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. Well, I think it's like been... uh, like fashions, like we were talking about this earlier, how like fashions come back, like everything comes full yeah. circle. Like the bell bottoms, they became the flares. Yes. Like 
The only thing that we hasn't come back yet that I'm crossing my fingers fingers for is the Janko jeans and the ball chain necklace. Oh my god! <laughs> I think I think they're very well. As the nineties are <laughs> well. The, the nineties are next <laughs> to make a comeback. Like yeah, the the eighties have made a comeback, so the nineties are true. definitely Scrunchies coming back are pretty soon. I'm so in right now. <laughs> so much. Um, Jelly. But yeah, like I think. Uh, like there, you, there's a reason why single family homes like that are being built now are called single family homes because like people used to live together. Like you, you lived with your parents when when you and your when you got married. It was like it was kind of just assumed that like okay, my my parents are gonna live with us. Like mom and pap, they lived with I think it was pap's pap's parents for a little bit. Like yeah. that was something that was common. Like mm-hmm. multi family homes, yeah, not just like a single pre, family. Pre- it was pre- World War Two. Yeah. It, was, it was definitely very common for yeah. multiple generations to live in one household and then like the 50s came around and it was just like you had to have the the home with the picket fence and everything yeah. like that i mean what was it the, the levittvilles that popped up in new york um were all part of that movement for for people to be you know just families single family homes so mm-hmm. yeah i mean that that happened in the 50s and i feel like like you said trends are starting to come back now and yeah. you know it's going to be a trend with our generation well, definitely. I was reading all the articles when I was putting in co-living. It was like millennials are starting to like, uh, more co-living, even when it comes to working environments, like just more of the people in the company, like being together more often. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realize it was a movement until I started researching. And I'm like, oh, shit, like we're part of this, I guess. <laughs> I thought you were just living <laughs> with your cool. sister. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I just thought I just never left my sister ever. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fun fact. We've never lived apart from each other for I don't want to see the day that that years. actually happens oh. when you two oh my God, it's go, gonna, like, it's journey gonna, your separate ways. It's going to be terrible. When I moved out for, like, a year, <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> it was so terrible. That's right. You did have a year break yeah. from each other yeah. when you moved down to Florida for a year. Yeah, and then when you guys came to visit, and then when she left... Like that type, that, that would just, it just like reopened the wound. It was just oh, like, no. it was so terrible. See, I, was I wasn't like, there oh with you guys because I left early. And so I don't, I didn't see the goodbye that you two oh, had God. when, when I guess she dropped you off at the airport, but I'm sure it was, uh, it was, it was emotional. It was, they, they arrived it was at the airport. They're, they're exactly. right now. <laughs> yeah. I think I missed saying goodbye to her. So I had to like text her and I was crying at oh, the same time. Right. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we yeah. pretty much let's not relive that. Well, and you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I just can't right now. I mean, she's done that that before. We're like, I've like when we leave for trips. Like, I remember one time leaving for I can't remember where where I was going. So one of my trips with my international trips with Burry and, um, uh, she had was coming home from something. We just missed each other, and like we literally passed cars. Like, yeah, as I was on my way to the airport, and she called me and she was like, "Are you?" Are you leaving? Are you leaving? And I was like, oh no, like her voice already started going. So then I started, I started, I started <laughs> oh crying. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta beat the airport like, you know, two hours early. And she's like, but I didn't say goodbye to you. Anything could happen. And I was like, oh God. And then like mom's driving me and she's like, you need, like, she can kind of hear you. And she's like, you need to get off the phone. Like, cause mom gets emotional. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. I'll be back. I'll be back. But I didn't get to hug you. What if that's the last time? I'm like, okay, you're going too far, Jill. I'm like, we gotta go. <laughs> too far. Can you do it? <laughs> yeah. No, you guys have quite a unique relationship. And the fact that, let's see, you guys have been living together for your 30, 33. 33. Years. So yeah. 33 years minus the one year you were in Florida. I mean, yeah. This is pretty cool stuff. You don't see. You don't see that. Bond. I mean, we're, we're really setting some kind that. of record. Yeah, <laughs> there's got to be some kind of record. <laughs> there's got to be some kind of record. 
Yeah, and yeah, kudos to you two for being able to, you know, wiggle your way into that mm-hmm. and like be okay with it because I know sometimes it's probably the like, stars really had to align <laughs> for us to kind of continue this whole situation in this household. And you know, we we kind of talked about it at the beginning of our introduction is that you know this was a house that's been in, you know you guys have been here since '93, both you and and Jill. And we were really lucky enough to be able to to buy out your parents and and still have this this house where a lot of memories were shared with, with you know both of you and now we're making more memories with our kids and so it's a really cool situation that we have here and and you know it's just I don't know not not a lot of people can say that they have this kind of experience but I mean I think it's just oh, super ex- few yeah it's really cool so yeah. Do you want to dive into to some of the, the questions that our, our listeners have given us? Because so, they want to know yeah. the dirty secrets that we're hiding here. Dirty secrets, yeah. <laughs> well, one the of co-living the, secrets. One of the questions was, um, are they on board with the simplified and minimalist, in quotes, life as well? Or is that a conflict? <laughs> so they because we have this podcast, like obviously we're we're very intentional with how we live and we've gotten rid of a lot of things that didn't align with our values. And they were just wondering, do you guys feel the same way or do you guys have a different mindset of the way of living? And it was one of those things where I said that I think someone like commented too. And I was like, I feel like we have the same values. Like we both value the same things, but I don't know if you guys want to like, what do you think about that? I think, Go ahead. I was gonna say I'm kind. I don't want to say I'm a pack rat, but I'm one of those. I still have boxes of shit from like <laughs> middle school, probably, and it's not even important shit. It's like pens and like just weird. Pens it's like it's like pens. weird shit that came off of a desk years and years ago. And you guys have been more than accommodating in terms of like, no, you know, we just want you to be comfortable. You're living here, it's your house too. So I try to keep it as consolidated as possible, but I mean. No, there's been no conflict for me. You guys like, you know, yeah, whatever you got to do, whatever you got to do. Sure, just Nick's eyes twitching and he's like, yeah, just put your shit in the garage. (laughs) That space that I just cleared out. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah, just stack them. Stack them so I can't see over top of them. That's good. That's good. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Here's your table. (laughs) But it all fits. It it wouldn't have been so bad, I don't think, especially with uh, garage stuff, if I wouldn't have had to empty an entire work truck inside of like three hours and make it not a tripping hazard we always say that the garage is a work in progress anyway so (laughs) true just forever yeah it's like we have the same values i would say you guys are a little bit um more passionate i wouldn't say extreme because extreme sounds like oh my gosh they're they're like they're probably like someone could probably get the wrong to throw stuff away right now like they're like, um, no, I haven't I pulled you, a dumpster guys, in the driveway yet and just no, started throwing shit out. No, I think you guys are a little bit more intentional about it. Like, you guys really do, like, well, you keep up with it. You, like, yeah. you purchase intentionally, you don't just go buy stuff. Yeah, and I feel like you guys purge 
more frequently and i'm like no i just did that like six months ago yeah. and you guys are like <laughs> every month you're like hey let's go through this i'm like you just did that like, <laughs> why are you going through that again like it is surprising you throw anything out randy that's why <laughs> yeah, jill, jill gives me a hint every so often and like we'll put a trash bag in my room and is like hey we're, we're donating stuff like <laughs> to the trash yeah <laughs> like put put shit in here <laughs> to like, purple heart at one, it's a good cause yeah, yeah. At one point in time, I like hid three side tables in my room because you <laughs> I, did. Was, I was worried that it was going to get, get like, it was going to like, like somehow disappear because that's sometimes how it happened. It was like, she's not going to miss this. And it was like, and I'm sure there's things that I still haven't missed and I haven't said like, hey, where is that? And there will come a day. Maybe it could be tomorrow. It could be a decade later, but I'm sure there will come a day where I'm like, where is this? And then Jill's like. We got rid of that like so long ago. <laughs> I mean, we've really tried to. I mean, if it, I think when we really first started this whole minimalism thing, like I think we were ready to just get rid of everything and just like throw it all out. And and obviously, there is a lot of stuff you know from that that you have that you cherish. And you know, it was it was an interesting time because we just had stuff from multiple households in, in this yeah. you know house and particularly in the garage and you know it just had to go we had to go through it um you know so i don't think we've thrown anything out that you didn't know about no and i think <laughs> i'm sure you have it's- <laughs> now's the time to say it come clean <laughs> and i think i mean it- it seems to be easier to like get rid of other people's stuff, but in the long run, like it's a lot worse because then it's like you don't build trust and you don't, right? You don't have a good relationship with that person. If obviously, if you're like, well, I'm gonna get rid of your shit anyway because <laughs> yeah. it's driving me nuts. It's like, you know what? I have to know that everyone's timeline is different and everyone's journey is different. So it's as long as uh, the, what I'm doing makes sense to me, and it's like, like we do have boundaries. Like I might look in. <laughs> Mark and Randy's bedroom once in a while, and I'll be like, you've got oh. a lot of baskets of clothes. It's like, you know what? It's really none of my goddamn business. It's like, <laughs> that's that's their bedroom, and but that's their space. But to be fair, you, you're right. We do have a lot of baskets <laughs> but, of clothes. But at the same time, like, <laughs> I, had, I had to tell myself, like, it's okay. You know, it's all right. And the fact that, yes, we own this whole house, but yes, you guys share one bedroom, and I keep thinking about that. Like, it's not... It's not even a master either. Think about that. <laughs> Can I start storing stuff in your closet? No. Yeah. <laughs> But I had to be... We have an attic that I you ha- can use. You know, you, I, I feel like... Yeah, we put some heater panels up. <laughs> hey. But I never want to make you guys feel like what you guys are doing is wrong because it makes sense. Like, whatever you guys are doing makes sense to you and whatever we do makes sense to us. And I'm... Yeah. Oh, what we do still doesn't make sense to us, but we keep doing it anyway. <laughs> I love you guys no, so much. Yeah, we have baskets of... The problem is, is like, I decided to choose someone that's like five times worse than me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like... Yeah, so that really didn't yeah. didn't do do me very well. See, but I, I don't have I don't have like all the furniture and everything you have. Like everything that I have is purpose driven. It is a lot of clothes because if they still fit, they're potential work clothes. Um, but it's not as much clothes as I have, though. Like you're forever I, telling me, like this is my section. Weight. I'd be willing. No, and I'm like, <laughs> I'd be willing to bet you buy weight. I probably have more clothes than you do. Oh, maybe. But it's all like undershirts, underwear. I've got a legitimate entire laundry basket full of socks. I'm, it's just they could just be socks. I'm sure. What? Yeah, it's a lot of socks. I, yeah. So I haven't seen this basket then yet. Yeah. It's hiding somewhere. Well, it's like half of that one drawer is socks, and that drawer is like eight, ten inches deep. 
<laughs> and it's like just, when I do all of my laundry, it's like just socks. That's impressive. How do you it's do? How do, do you do? Like it, for me, was, I, when I do laundry, it's one load and done. Like, are you a multiple no. load? Yeah, but yeah. not like I separate. It's because I don't do laundry for like two weeks. Yeah, so that's <laughs> because my there was there was a long time, especially when I had like first started getting into plumbing, where I was working so much that I'd be like, "Man, it's fucking nine o'clock. I'm not going to start doing laundry. I'm going to go to Walmart and I'd buy new packs of socks <laughs> and underwear, and I would do it." Every like two months. Are you serious? I wish I'm everybody could see Jill's face right serious. now. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I can't believe the, it I don't have time to wash just, clothes, but I have time to buy new clothes. It wasn't, it that wasn't is a that guy I didn't thing to have, do, though. Yeah, it wasn't that I didn't have time to wash clothes. It was that I had just finished like my fourth 16, 18 hour day, and I'm like, I'm not going home. Because anytime I used to wash laundry, if I, I'd sit down on the couch, outside of the washing machine mm-hmm. and pass the fuck out to the hum of like the dryer <laughs> or the washer and it would never go in the dryer. That doesn't sound like you, honey. It's totally. That doesn't sound yeah. like you at all. It's a hundred percent. Passing but out, sitting up. Sitting up. Sometimes. <laughs> Lots just, of sarcasm sometimes, here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I just throw it in the washer and I'd go out and I'd go, man, I'm so tired. And before I could even like hit the button, I'd already be asleep on the carpet. Like, So that's how I ended up with all of that stuff. So yeah, I guess I am five times worse than you with the junk. I love but, the history but, of the socks now. But now I know. Is, history of the socks. Yeah. I haven't a seen A lot of those have been burned. I mean, like, literally <laughs> have been burned. But there's just a long time. That's, that's, I had baskets just of, like, under stuff so that I could go to work. At least you're, I appreciate that you're clean. Yeah. So that's good. That yeah. You're not, I can't, like, rolling around with crusty do, underwear and no, stinky socks. Not in a long time. Not in a long time. <laughs> those are for special occasions. <laughs> All right, so the next question that we got from our listener was, do you eat most dinners together? And I will say, you know, it's been, I don't say we we don't eat dinner together every night. Like, we have dinner around the same time, but usually, like, during the weekdays, like, Jill and I kind of eat dinner at the same time, and then you guys eat dinner when you eat dinner, because... Your guys' schedules are very different where Jill and I, particularly when we were working, you know, well, when you were working at school, like we were home by 5, 5.30 and we would eat. But then you were working, you know, uh, um, God knows plumbing. <laughs> and so sometimes you'd be home at 5.30, sometimes you'd be home at 8. And then with, with Randy's schedule as a, as a PT, you know, you would be home sometimes at 4.30 or sometimes you'd be home at 7.30. So... Um, I would say that the, the nights that we ate dinner the most, you know, it was on the weekends, mm-hmm. but we yeah. all had to kind of fend for ourselves. Yeah. Well, not really fend for ourselves. I was going to say we were, we're, I think we were individually probably, you and I probably benefited the most. <laughs> we, we didn't have to fend for anything. When I came in, there was always something yes. on the stove, which again, I'm very thankful for, but yeah, I wouldn't say fend for ourselves. But yeah. Most uh, lately, even before the virus. Lately, I'd say we generally, if not, if we're not all eating at the same time, we're all in the kitchen at the right, same time. Right. You know, whether you guys are feeding Lucille or taking her out for like the seventh time, like she comes <laughs> like in, she's a as, dog. yeah, taking like, her out for yeah, the like seventh like, time. Like, outside, like outside? Randy and I will get a chance to sit down and eat or feed him and eat at the same time, and you guys will come in. And it's like, oh hey, you know, 10, 15 minutes outside, outside. Yeah. You're like, yeah, sure, yeah. let's go for another one. Yeah. See you guys. <laughs> and yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, the nice thing is, you know, we still make the island work, even though the island only has four chairs. Um, you know, we're, we're making it work and it does its job. Like we kind of do shifts or whatever, or if we do get a chance to eat together, like some of us are standing up, some of us are sitting down. It's, yeah. it's a very cool island. Like I think it really just brings us it's all a, together. It's a big it ass does. island. Yes. Which get it. Good purchase, Jill. Yeah. Aids, in, aids in its utility. Oh God, that was a uh, that was a whole thing in itself. Just getting the island. Yeah. Oh, it was a long wait. Yes, yes. The island's well coming, it, and then yeah. it wasn't coming. I'm like, ah, damn it! I think this is a hoax. Like, I don't think this island's ever going to make it. <laughs> the well, Amish were no. supposed to have the made guy, this island. <laughs> the guy's going to ship you some little miniature island. <laughs> like the nice thing, like especially like during this quarantine, like it's been really nice that I, I we have had more meals together, um, mm. and and yeah. everyone's really done their fair share as far as like cooking goes, or if we're doing takeout, like running and grabbing it or ordering it or whatever. Like it's been a very, um, we've all helped each other out. And it, you know, those, those nights where we do order food and, and have to dinner as a family are, are awesome. Like, you know, we, we hang out, we either make cocktails or you can order cocktails to go now. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a brave new world out there. I mean, it's, it's awesome. Well, that kind of leads us to the one question. It says, do you have a cook versus clean schedule? Like whoever cooks the meals cleans up or not. So I guess God, no. like what are our cooking and <laughs> That's cleaning That's not rhythms? fair at all. <laughs> the real MVPs are you guys and your mom. Definitely making sure I'm not eating Pop Tarts and chips and salsa for dinner every night, which would have been my go to not Pop Tarts. God, I haven't had Pop Tarts. Chips and salsa. Chips and salsa for dinner or you know, an entire Three pound cans of pasta. Of tuna fish. Just yeah, whatever. <laughs> like really bachelor in it and um, you guys have <laughs> made sure that there's always a dinner here and then we clean up sometimes yeah. you clean up too oh stop it sometimes you clean up um i feel like for, i feel like we're pretty good at that that the person that doesn't that cooks yeah you're not supposed doesn't, to doesn't doesn't clean up. up and like that and person knows that and it's like we all pick up i feel like we never have to say something about it it's always like yeah. somebody's got it yeah and I think we all do a really good job of like, you know, if we eat dinner early, you know, we'll do our dishes. And then if you guys eat dinner later than us, you know, which is pretty common that you'll, you know, do the dishes that, you know, do for your left. stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's Hit just the pots you know, in the pan. Yeah. I mean, it's, stuff. it's, it's, and it, it really doesn't even have to be talked about. It's just like mm-hmm. something that yeah. we've all done that goes without saying, which yeah. I, I think is really great that that we don't have to have those kinds of conversations and i know that not everybody is um you know is as blessed as that you know you know where they have to constantly ask somebody to do things but mm-hmm. i mean it's just you know we've done a good job of just recognizing that somebody does the work and that you know now it's time for somebody else to do things and you know we all have you know we're all dealing with kids too so you know obviously if, if you're nursing you know and shit son, happens like sometimes yeah. it doesn't get done and sometimes like i'll wake up and i'll come home and or i'll come downstairs and i'll be like there's still stuff out but it's like i've done this where i've like i want to go to bed early and i've just kind of left shit out and yeah. i just go upstairs yeah. and pass out it's like so it, it'll be are, there in the morning it's like it's not my place to say like why didn't you do your shit it's like because we're all human like we're not all perfect like every yeah. day is a different day and I'm i make mistakes close, all the time though. too pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> so even aside from my four baskets i'm pretty close <laughs> but i feel like we're all pretty good at not complaining or saying like why didn't you do this it's like you know what it's like we we all ebb and flow with each other and we yeah. all know that we have kids and Sometimes it gets done and sometimes it doesn't. And like, that's okay. Anytime I see 
a bib of Reese's. <laughs> the bibs. The many multiple bibs. It's like, if I didn't see bibs, like, that would make me so sad. Like, oh, bibs no. means there's a sign that Reese is in this home, and that's fucking awesome. <laughs> so it's like, anytime I see something that, like, it might drive me nuts and start my eye twitching like Nick yes. does, I kind of re- I kind of re- I just kind of reframe it. Like, if I didn't see this, as this means that that person wouldn't be living in this house anymore, which would make me really sad. Like, ultimately, yeah. and that kind of leads us to another question. I know, Nick, it's your turn, but one of the questions was, like, do you see co-living being short term or do you see it being long term and that's a decision like that i don't know how to answer so i don't know like i know you guys have goals and you know uh, i i don't know what to say about that i'm actually really curious (laughs) i mean i've already said my my part on that that so mark and i have like talked about it that like eventually we want like more land and around Mm. here it's not really that's not really a thing is like having a good it's, it's a thing a, it's if you really get expensive. six figures. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, We want a little bit more property. We want to be a little bit more space from our neighbors, which is definitely not a thing around here. Right. Um, You're kind of on top of each other. And all the new developments, it's like you could just give a high five to your neighbor, which mm-hmm. is just crazy. <laughs> so we just want a little bit, of, little bit of space. So we talked about like, you know, maybe buying land and building on it. Now, my idea of building on it is building a huge home that has two suites on each side. <laughs> one for you guys and one right, for us. Wings. So to firm, firm like the White House, the <laughs> swing in the West yeah. Wing. Yeah. We, we, we'd revisit, but with a, on a farm. It right? sounds like Beauty and the Beast. We kind of have an right? East Wing, West Wing thing <laughs> going here. We but yeah. With a very big co-living space downstairs. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so f- for me, I, I mean, I like it. So for me, it's like I I would like it to be long oh, no, term. I, I definitely like it. Um, like what what does Dad call it? The, the commune, the compound, the compound. The compound. Did he call it the com- compound? I think he did call it the commune once or twice, and then he was like, "Wait, isn't that a different thing?" And I was like, "I don't know, Dick. <laughs> I don't know. What, are you, what are you talking about?" He was making some other joke, and it was some small, some small like little hiccup of his. And he's like, "Wait, what? Uh, what was I saying?" I don't know. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I mean, I think it definitely, but still being in like in the same spot, like I like the common area, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the, the kitchen and the living room, like, cause those are spaces that I don't really want to necessarily. I mean, I would say that we spend most of our time in this room or in the kitchen. Yeah. Like Mark yeah. just said today that he forgets that there's a basement. Like we, like we have a <laughs> full, like yeah. the whole square area of so, this floor half bath, is downstairs. Yeah. Is downstairs. A three piece sectional couch and yeah. we're sitting downstairs is <laughs> now my office right. under this quarantine. Like yeah. I haven't been in the basement in such a long time, but now I'm down there every day during the work week and it's just like, oh, we do have extra space in this <laughs> yeah. house. I almost fell down those steps here because I thought I was going into the garage. <laughs> and it just was like one of those it just slipped my mind. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, so it's like, I mean, that's just something that like we have that whole extra floor of living space and we yeah. were like, oh yeah, like if, you know, since we're, since, yeah, we still kind of gravitate towards each other, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so it's, it's kind of funny that it's like, we had that space and we're like, yeah, so, you know, like, like Jill and I were talking today that like you and like Nick and I are pretty much the same and that like, we're like, I don't really need much alone time. Yeah. And um, like you and Mark are like, uh, 
you know, like, I like a little bit of alone time. And we were like, okay, well, that, that bottom floor is perfect. Like, you know, if anybody wants to escape, like, there's a TV down there. Now the TV doesn't work down there. But, like, that's the yeah, funny that thing. Yeah, that TV's got to go to the that dump. That <laughs> TV, like, became shot and nobody knew it. Until dad came yeah. and was staying yeah. down in the, yeah. the quote-unquote guest suite. I can't watch the game. I can't yeah. see shit. Yeah, like there was Maryland. snow all over the TV. And we were like, well, it was working last time I was down here, which I can't remember when it was. Yeah. But, like, you know, that there is that whole space down there where it's like, okay, if you want to escape and kind of be be have alone time, you know, it's and there. There's, but there's a gym down there. You know, yeah, there's that gym down If you want gym. alone time and... Especially if you're frustrated and that's why you want alone time. It's like, that's the place. I mean, there is a punching bag down there. there and, and, uh, every oh, once I hear in a whenever, while. Yeah. whenever he goes down and punches it around. <laughs> yeah. Because you can hear it up here. Oh, yeah. It's no, like, it's, meep, yeah. Meep, meep, meep. Oh, and it's right under this room, too. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, how long is that going to last? <laughs> Yeah, He'll but, tucker himself out any minute now. <laughs> any nope, minute that, now. That, that, it's still going on. Second wind. <laughs> I come up. Like, you, we were scaring the shit out of Mook. What was that? We in the back. Yeah, it was in the back. But yeah, I, I know, like, you know, when the day does come, you know, it, if it comes, but no, if it, when it does come, you know, then, you know, that's the day that, you know, Jill and I kind of reevaluate too. And it's like, you know, this yeah. space for the three of us is way too big. Um, and, you know, would I like more land? Probably. So maybe we find a smaller space on more land or we do the whole commune thing on, on your land. Yeah, so, there you go. Who knows? That's I mean, there, there's about. a lot of, you I'm, know, a lot I'm, of opportunity in the future. I'm looking for 20 acres, you know, Ooh, like dang. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Actually did find something down in Huntington. It's 20 acres and there was actually That's two Calvert houses. County, right? Yes. Yeah. There's actually two houses on the property. One was one bed one bath though. but how far are they apart <laughs> it's on 20 acres there yeah they, but i need they them to share be closer. like a driveway they're pretty they're <laughs> pretty needs them to share a Brady does not want to walk 20 acres to go see her sister can i build like, a walk when i wake you, up i want coffee you, to be ready yeah. and someone down there on the couch you need to be there before you got tired of whistling from like our door to theirs or something like it's it was pretty close um yeah, yeah we're, that's, we're that's on we're on three quarters of an acre here on on our little Plot. Is that really what it is? Yeah. I would have definitely thought it was it. less than that. <laughs> but, and no, I think I believe if this situation has taught us, taught me anything, it's that you think you need a lot of space in your home, but really it's like, like we said, the basement has never been used unless we have company. Yeah. And if I need space, it's like I go outside. Yeah. Or I true. go for a walk or There's I go to the park. Out there. Yeah. Or I go in my bedroom. Like I love my bedroom. Like I don't have to have all these extra rooms. Yeah. And extra space to have alone time. It's just, I think, I don't know, we've kind of been trained that, like, you know, we talked about it before, like, they designate certain, like, this is your living room, this is your family room. It's like, this why is where you go to sit? Yeah, it's like, why do we need just all sit. these? Don't lay down. Just sit. Well, this is your bathroom. <laughs> like, all I need is a, a kitchen, a space where we can all gather together, and a bedroom, and that's it. Like, that's all I need. All the extra stuff, it's like, I think we've been societal norms like that's yeah. how homes are built like we think we have to have it it's like yeah don't really have to have that like yeah well and we've talked about it before is like you know we turn our quote-unquote the room that's supposed to be the dining room into a butler's pantry you know it's where the the dogs eat it's where we keep all of our extra flour and stuff like that it's where our mm-hmm. coffee station is yeah and then we changed our what's supposed to be a living room in the front there 
into our dining room but i mean we don't even use that to sit down and eat like we've used that dining room table yeah. as jill's office um and then every now and then i've used it as my office until i've been quarantined and now working in the basement yeah. and um, thanksgiving yeah but yeah that's pretty much yeah. it. yeah so you know we, we really utilize the kitchen the family room here and then our bedrooms mm-hmm. like you know and so it's 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 actually a really unique situation that we have a pretty decent sized house and we're not even utilizing all the areas in it anybody else wants to come co-live yeah we have Get a basement <laughs> turn that into a suite or we do an airbnb when all this quarantine's over we're yeah. really close to the airport so it makes a lot of sense for most of you folks there's a divided eight ways <laughs> so i've got a very interesting question for you guys so, does it get really super awkward when Jill and I fight? Oh, I was going to Yeah, um, I, I don't, I've never seen that. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, people are going to hate this, but neither, like, you guys don't fight. And no. we don't fight. Mm-hmm. Like, we just kind of have little, like, and I think, like, this goes for, like, both groups, both groups, both couples. Like, yeah. we have little playful tiffs. Yes. They and get to the like, root of the problem, yeah. and we both take it in stride with the grain of salt. Like, okay, but it's definitely maybe not a I fight. was being a little bit of a dick. Maybe I wasn't. <laughs> maybe you're wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I think uh, maybe that comes back to that being open-minded as a co-living person, that that's the kind of person you are that, yeah. you know, it. it's not, what did I just do the other day? <laughs> or what did you do the other day? You were being, oh, you were being bratty. That's what That's it was. That's not. You were being, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were being quote bratty, and just the the way you were asking me for things, and maybe it was just oh, what oh, I told the, myself. The, the what I what demanding I, thing. Yeah. Jill supported you on it and was like, Jill led. Oh. Jill led the cause. Jill led the crusade on that. Because <laughs> I was thinking it. Jill. I was thinking it, and Jill went. Whoa, demanding and like, but again, she's your sister. She's known you for so long. She but instead of me just going, nah, that's all right. I went, yeah, a little, and then and then when you looked at me like, no, I'm not. I kind of did have to think. How how long have I been awake now? You know, what time did I get up this morning? Am I maybe being just a little touchy? You know, you kind of just you do have to be able to uh, second guess yourself in it good way that you know your reaction might be wrong think about it that kind of thing um but i mean i don't even know if i've seen you guys have to second guess your own reactions to each other it's you guys get along very well and like Randy said most people are gonna hate hearing that thing but like, you guys are fucking liars <laughs> yeah. but you know and that's how it and was who knows, when... maybe we're all just building it up you know we're just <laughs> we're just building up and building up for some massive fight but so far, so good. Yeah. And then you'll see us on the news. Yeah. <laughs> House. It'll be a completely different Co-living podcast. Co-living home. <laughs> but I think that's what makes this whole thing so easy is that, you know, I, I think we do a good job of recognizing our significant other's signs and when they're feeling, feeling irritable, like we don't push those buttons. Oh, you do as, sometimes. As much oh, as I wanted to. I held back really. Oh, I got the thumbs down from my wife. <laughs> But I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's great that, you know, that there's, I think we're all 
very good at communicating with each other. Like you and Mark are very good at communicating with each other. Jill and I are very good at communicating with each other. Obviously you two are really good. Uh, Randy and Jill are great at communicating with each other. They've been doing it for 34 years. Um, (laughs) So I think that really eliminates a lot of the possibilities for arguments because we are open and because we can talk, um, without feeling, um, judged or anything like that i I think that that goes a long way as as far as making sure that this whole thing works out would you agree yeah do you concur (laughs) do you concur do you concur doctor yes um yeah i mean i mean but like that's how it was with you guys when it was just me you know what i mean because i lived here before mark mark lived here you know we co-lived when it was just a little old me. I've been living here for almost six years now with you guys. It's crazy to think about that. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our... <laughs> Still a rook. Um, but yeah, like, I mean... And I think, like, that's probably... I mean, Mark was... When you guys, like, got together and got married and stuff like that, like, one of the things in my speeches to you was was about how you taught Jill how easy, like, love should be and it's like totally true like it just i i don't know it's just never never really realized that before and i was like i just didn't think that that was gonna happen for me i was like i'm just gonna be a cool aunt like when jill got <laughs> pregnant and everything i was like i'm just gonna be a cool aunt and then mark showed up and like swooped he's off your feet yeah sweet <laughs> swooped I think I said so, it wrong. Swept it. I did, I did both. Swept it. I did both. Actually, you know what? I think that's a good question. Like, your guys' story is actually pretty unique. I think you guys should kind of tell in, like, how you two came to be about. Like, I mean, I thought it's a pretty unique story. Oh, Mark and I? Yeah. Oh, but that, like, that, like, takes so long, though. Well, you guys do the cliff only notes. Only because, yeah, but you know me. Let's like, see. I start telling a story, and then, like, it's like a tree. Like, I'll start off, like, at the base, and then I go off on a branch, and then I, like, stay on that branch for, like, what seems like an hour. And then I'm like, wait, well, what, what did I what did I start <laughs> yeah. with? Let me get back to, like, the trunk of the tree. Where was I? Like, what was I saying? Yeah, um, maybe for another podcast. <laughs> One on love only. Oh, yeah. <laughs> long story short, been in love with her for a long time. 20 plus years never thought i had a chance caught up with her one day one day started well, through through uh you know a, a sister and brother-in-law friends of uh, your hosts here and uh got a chance to come over and hang out she touched my knee and i said that's a sign we're gonna go walk the dogs together <laughs> And uh, she wants it. She really wants to walk these dogs with me. So we're going to walk these dogs. We're going to walk them again and again and again. And then eventually I decided, all right, now's my chance. (laughs) But yeah. But I will say that uh, Jill has a lot to live up to as far as uh, the speech for you guys' wedding. Uh Your speech was really good. Randy knocked it out of the park. She she did a wonderful job. Yeah. So uh, no pressure, Jill. But you should probably sing it. And (laughs) it should be original choreography. I do believe the bride is allowed to have one request. (laughs) (laughs) If your wedding even happens. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, I'm just kidding. I'm, Wait, I'm really hopeful. You, can do, it the, you can do it at the courthouse if you want. We can bring the microphone. Yeah. Damn it, Mark. We'll bring the microphone. I'm pretty sure I got a GoPro. 
We can post it to the website. It'll be great. I'll make it yeah. happen. Yeah. Five, I'll six, improv seven, that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's your best your best work, anyways. Oh. Um. Okay. Um. Well, here's a very light one. Um. What's your favorite part about co living? Ooh. Not being alone. Wow. I know. That sounds like, so like Rainy's got real problems. <laughs> so sad. That poor, sad, lonely girl. She probably um, doesn't even like them. She's just so happy she's not alone. <laughs> um, well, I mean, like, especially when you, like, when we started dating and everything, like, you work, and, like, even when you, quote, unquote, moved in here, and I say, quote, unquote, moved in here because, like, a lot of the times it seemed like you weren't home because you yeah. were just working such long I was, hours. I was sleeping here. You were just like always gone. And it wasn't until I was like, I'm going to have a baby so that he has to come back here and spend more time. <laughs> and so that's what I did. And so far, <laughs> so far it's been good. just you. I made this baby. I, I yeah. did it. Um, <laughs> I willed this baby to happen. But um, And I gave him one of your dimples just so that you'd be pretty sure it's yours. <laughs> just one of them, though. Um, but yeah, like... Um, I don't know, probably the best thing for me is that, like, I don't have to be away from my sister, which is pretty awesome. But, um, so that's a huge plus for me because, like, at this point, I really don't know how to live without her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, you said. did it for a year, though. <laughs> that was that was a really, really bad year. That was a shit, that was <laughs> a shit year. <laughs> that was a really tough year. You probably learned a lot, though, too. Yeah, well, of course, like, you learn a lot. I mean, but a lot of stuff happened with our family in that year, too. That's true. You know, yeah. so it was just, like, it was... A big year, yeah. It just was very... Of course, like, that's when that's when things happen. It's like, all right, I've been around here for... I went to college around here, like, <laughs> like I stayed here. I'm just going to leave for just a year, and I'll be back. And then it was, like, a bunch of... Like, everything happened. Hit the fan. But, um... But, yeah, it was... Like, and I, like, I think one of the things I said, like, when we would talk on the phone is I'd be like, you know, I just want to, like, go to, go to start, like, walk to Starbucks and get a coffee. And Joe would go, well, walk to Starbucks and get a coffee. And I'd go, no, I don't want to. You're not here. I don't have you to walk around and sip my coffee with. And she's like, so you, you don't really want to go get a coffee. I'm like, no, I don't want it for the coffee. I, coffee. <laughs> I don't really want it for the coffee. I just, like, because we would go into Target and, like, we would get, like, a latte or whatever. And we'd walk around That's Target right. or whatever. And, like, we don't really do that anymore. But, but like, that was one of the things that we did. I'm like, well, I don't. Like, Starbucks was, like, right down the street. She was like, you got a Starbucks right there when she came to visit? You got a Starbucks right there? Why don't you walk to Starbucks and get a coffee and walk around? I'm like, no, that sounds terrible. I'm by myself. <laughs> this is awful. That's an awful idea. You look like I'm casing the joint. <laughs> but, Mark, what's your favorite thing about co-living? Ah, uh, well-stocked bar. You sure know your way <laughs> around. No, there's... I mean, that is my true, though. My favorite thing. See, I'm not good at this whole favorite thing. Like, just like with what I'm thankful for. Uh, I, oh, man. I love having dinner on the stove when I walk in. Because I, I have no problem. Like, I, I don't have to. I can feed myself with the absolute minimum. <laughs> but it's so nice to walk in and be like, oh, yes, somebody thank god bless this person <laughs> bless everything about them i hope everything goes their way i hope their gas tank refills itself <laughs> um and, and good company i mean truly 
Dude, we're, it's been working out really nice. Like, everything is kind of my favorite part about it. That's awesome. Yeah. Damn, it's a good answer. Jilly, what's your favorite part about co-living? It's it's just a sense of community that we have. Like, I, I cherish it a lot. And I always, like, when we were thinking about where well, we were definitely moving to Oregon until Lucille came into this world. Ooh, yeah, we were about to interrupt this whole thing. And reflecting mm-hmm. on it, it definitely was kind of a escape mechanism i think i just wanted to change and that was a huge change just to kind of escape kind of the feelings that i was feeling about not being able to get pregnant and all the shit that came with it and then i almost convinced myself i was like yeah it'll be cool not to see randy all the time yeah it'll be cool to live <laughs> without randy yeah Damn, yeah like, what the fuck <laughs> i was like i was telling my i was trying to like train myself like yeah i could this is going to be cool. Some space. It's so different. Even now it sounds like you're trying to convince yourself. Right? And now I'm like, like, I mean, I would probably have been fucking miserable. I would have got out there and that newness would have worn off. And then I'd be like, shit, I miss my family. I miss my friends. I miss, like, I miss Randy. And Nick's kind of a jerk. (laughs) No. How did you let me do this? I don't know. I think if I learn anything, like family is so important. Like I always choose family over anything. Like I need a sense of community. I have to. So it's like, that's always in my brain. If we ever want to move or do something, it's like, where's that sense of community? Like, I have to have it. And if I don't have it, it's it's not, it's not going to work out. Because I feel like we are social beings. Like, we thrive mm-hmm. on interaction with people that we care about, people respect, people that we connect with. And I think it's really rare that we have this situation and it's something not to be, I don't know. You don't take look, it for granted. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah. So, yeah, community for sure. What about Absolutely. you? I mean, I think I want to echo what everybody said here in this room. It's there, there's, there's not one favorite thing that there, there's just multiple things. I am like, it is, it's, it's, I grew up playing baseball and, you know, from the time I was seven, I've always been part of a team sport and that's the, who I am like in life, like at work, I'm a team player in this household. I'm a team player with my family. I'm a team player. And it's just nice to be surrounded by people who are also have that same kind of mentality is that, you know, you know, we're all in this together. Yes. You two, uh, Jill and Randy are, are family. Mark and I are kind of the outsiders who have come in and, you know, <laughs> we're going to take over. We're going to take over this whole household. But, uh, <laughs> no, but that's the thing is like, you know, we've worked together as a team, you know, we work to take care of these kids together. Um, you know, if, if we need you guys to watch Lucille, you know, you, without question say yeah you know we're happy to watch her same thing for reese you know it's it's you know we're happy to watch him whenever so that if you guys want to go out on a date night take 10 to 15 minutes to go, go upstairs. upstairs and tidy up the room um, <laughs> so many baskets so many baskets so but many i mean baskets. that's what's really cool about this thing is, is that you know we're here for each other no matter what like it, it's it's without a question like we we can ask any one of us to do something and it's always a yes it's like yeah how can i help you out so just the team the foundation that we've built here for me is is my favorite thing is is that you know that we don't feel like we can't ask each other anything to help out around the house or anything it's it's like we're here for each other we're going to do it on the drop of a dime so that's what i gotta say i was really trying to make some people cry but i can't do it <laughs> Sorry, honey. You don't try; you just do it, honey. Yep. Um. So there's one final question. Ooh. 
It's um, the final question. <laughs> what are the most important boundaries to set? There are no rules. So, <laughs> and I, I kind of, <laughs> I've kind of already mentioned this. <laughs> For me, it's just keeping myself in check and not to, not to push what I desire in anybody else. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, just to keep doing what I believe, and then. It's almost like parallel play, like for kids. You know, we're doing what we, we want to do, but we're side by side. Like, it's not like yeah. I'm joining in and like, you have to do it this way. It's like, yeah. and I think it takes, it took me a lot of practice not to do that. Because since oh, it's like you. my teacher nature too, like I'm always modeling and telling kids how to do things and what to do. And it's like, I got to pull back the reins, even being a mom. And it's like, I can't put my wants and needs and desires on you. I can't put my fears on you. I have to do what I think is best for me and then just trust that through your environment and through what you see and what you think is best, that you're going to know what's best for you. And it's really difficult, but I feel like I'm getting better at it just being a mom and just training myself not to put that on Lucille. And it's the same with adults. I think we it's so easy to say you should do it this way. And it's like, but why? Like, I don't know what's best for that person. I don't know what's in their brain. I don't know what happened to them yesterday or what conflicts are going on in their head or what, you know, it's, it's so easy to... to to try and do that. But I always have to take a step and be like, I have no fucking idea what's best for that person at all. You know? So it's like just setting that boundary. Like I'm going to keep doing what I think is best for myself, but I'm going to be there to help and support you with whatever you guys need. And I, and if ever I step in and you think that I'm, you know, trying to do that, it's like, keep me in check. So that way I'm like, okay, Jill, you need to stop and just slow the fuck down. (laughs) Um, but I think it's it's hard because when you care about someone, you always want to push your desires on that person or your wants or what you think is best. And it's like, I can't do that because I well, don't know what's yeah. best for you. And because when you're happy, you're like, oh, like if they do this, they're going to be mm-hmm. they're gonna be so happy like I am. And it's like, well, they could already be exactly. happy in their mess in their room. <laughs> <laughs> With all of their socks and underwear. <laughs> With under Everywhere. their pile of socks. Um, I have to dive deeper into this obsession with socks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man. What else yeah. are they getting used for? I guess that's my own personal boundary. Like, that, that, that's all I can speak of is just setting boundaries for myself to keep myself in check, not to impose on the way anyone else lives. Even Nick, like, the way he does things is so different than I would. But it's like, you know what? That works for him. So why like am I going to... like, his laundry. Yes. <laughs> his beautiful brain. I do that Marie Kondo shit now. Mm-hmm. I won't go back. There's boundaries really everybody should just stick to, you know, just leaving other people well enough alone. It's not like this is anything different, you know? Yeah. You know how to treat people. You know how to treat people. You know how to treat people. I think I know how to treat people. It's like, (laughs) it's not that hard to just pick up after yourself and don't make other people. Like, I feel like that's what it all boils down to. Anybody could co-live if they just picked up their own shit and handled (laughs) their own shit and cleaned their own messes. Like, everybody could co-live. I mean, really, that's not what a society is. It's not just a the community inside a house. It's just, like, general pick up after yourself and everybody gets along. Yeah. And like you said, you don't uh, jump in people's shit about how they fold their laundry. Like, that's such a stupid thing to start an argument over that 
you know, how can we extrapolate that to a societal? I don't know. Thing? I said I, I was just... going to fold your laundry the other day, and you're like, you <laughs> fold it wrong. <laughs> when the hell? When did that happen? That was, I was like, like a I'm month just going to fold it and put it away, and you're like, what but I you say? fold it wrong. Now that was that. That was that fun little <laughs> tease that we do. Because if you're going to fold my, please don't ever. Don't ever stop doing my laundry because you think you're going to fold it wrong. I'll be fine. <laughs> but no, I think it's... I think I, you bring up a great point, though, man. Yeah, it's it's not so much about boundaries as it is understanding and just taking care of your own shit, like personal accountability. If you drop something, you made a mess, clean the shit up. If you accidentally offended somebody, tell them you're sorry. If... I don't I, I could go on and on and on about that, but it, I don't think the whole idea of boundaries, nothing's different than how you should behave in everyday life. It's not like, oh, you guys own the house, so I should probably make sure I pick up the towel off of our bathroom floor. No, I should be picking up that towel anyway, you know? That's... No, but I, I think I love what you said, how, you know, how we act in this house is also the same way we need to act as a society because... I feel like, you know, there, there's a lot of things that people could, you know, they, like you said, it is about personal accountability and making sure that you're handling yourself. I think if, if we handle ourselves first and do the things that we're supposed to do, that those other things come naturally afterwards. Um, you know, they, that's why they always say on an airplane, when the, the masks come down, when the air pressure, put your mask on first and then help other people out. You can't help other people out if you don't help yourself first. And, mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of that is, you know, when it comes to boundaries, um, it is very important is just understanding who you are and how you can help within your room, then within the household, then outside of the household and within society. Like it, it's just kind of like a hierarchy. It's like, but it all starts with you. Um, and I think we all do very well with understanding that, hey, this is a, again, I kind of go back to the whole team thing. Um, and I think that also helps too, like with personal, like it makes you want to kind of be a better person because you want, don't want to let the team down, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a really cool thing about, mm-hmm. you know, that this house is it's just like, okay, you know, Jill likes doing certain things a certain way or Nick likes doing things or Mark likes doing things or Randy likes it a certain way. And it's like we try to go out of our way to to help each other out or do mm-hmm. something that's really nice that we know that you would like or that you would like or that you would like. So I, I think it's just like it is it goes to the whole societal thing. It's just like going out of your way just to be a nice person, right. um, not being a dickhead and, and, you know, just doing your part. Yeah. Like in Mark's case, uh, buying Justin's peanut butter cups when oh, you go to the God. grocery store. As many as are in the store. Yeah. yeah. As many yeah. as they'll let me. Yeah. That's why they keep stocking up, man. I'm waiting for the day that I walk in and somebody's like, just the, the person right there, like, uh, what is that? Customer service. It's just like, here's your box. Like, when I'm on my way in, before I pick up anything else, I'm going to be like, you're the guy that keeps buying us out of peanut butter cups. <laughs> here, here, here's your box. Take it. Just take it. Put it it's in the, the peanut butter take cup guy care. again. Mm-hmm. God damn it! This guy has no self control. <laughs> well, we it. certainly appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, he sticks to the peripherals of the grocery store, but then he buys forty packs of peanut butter. Cups. <laughs> <laughs> what so is this guy's fucking problem? It's like this doesn't make any sense. Right? He does the peripheral of the store, I like but then he goes it. overboard on these peanut butter yeah. cups. 
natural peanut butter. Yeah. And it's dark chocolate. Yeah. It's yeah, practically really health good. food. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's practically uh, an F- antioxidant. Especially the way I read it. Immune it. system supporting. It's, mm-hmm. it's a pantry staple. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. I think so. Now lick it and dip it in Himalayan pink salt. Pink Himalayan pink yeah. salt. And I chase it with a glass of red wine from my heart. And then I eat a bunch of mushrooms <laughs> for my brain. You got it down pat, babe. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm the epitome of health. <laughs> All right, gang. Well, this it. is this is the uh, the fun part of the episode. Not that this whole thing hasn't been fun. Yeah. But what we like to do to to finish an episode is air our grievances. Air our grievances. Well, Festivus is in December, so we'll, we'll save it for <laughs> Festivus season. We'll do a special Festivus episode. <laughs> uh, but we do a quote that resonates with you in this season of life and. We would like it if you guys would be willing to share with our listeners what your uh, quote is. This is the quote of the day. Mark's All right. Oh, no. So it's good. <laughs> We're going to okay. have to do a little drum roll. No, we don't have to do a drum roll. No drum roll. No, no, no right. drum roll. Randy's got it up. Okay. Yeah. So my quote is, it's going to be stupid that I have to look it up on my phone, but I just didn't want to like mess up the word. <laughs> so it says, um, how lucky I am to have something that makes saying goodbye so hard. Ooh. It's from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> no, I just thought it like just covered so many things. Like, um, like, uh, like I've never had to like say goodbye living situation to my sister and like having so much that you care about, like, like Mark and Reese, like I mean, I mean, I still love you too, Nick. So definitely <laughs> love not. you too, Randy. But um, like just having so much that you're grateful for and that you're thankful for, and just kind of like just like a more, I don't know. Like I look at that in terms of like it's something said so simply, but like loving having so much feeling for so many things makes you so terrified, and like. I like I think about that sometimes it's like that's that's sometimes the thing that scares me most is like having so much to lose because I have so many things that I'm that I love but at the same time like you know our mom and like you know like I'm feel so grateful that I have those things that I that I fear losing but you know I mean at the same time I'm deathly afraid of like I could I would could really just lock myself inside the house. If I think about like when, like when we first had Reese, I was like, Oh my gosh, like I can't control everything that might happen to him. Like, and like when Mark drives an hour to work or whatever, I'm like, you know, just think about like all the cars on the highway. Like I never thought about that stuff before. When it was just me, I was like, um, I'm good. Like I'm all set. Like when it's just them, I'm flying past. (laughs) Yeah. Like when it was just, just me, it was like, Oh, like, you know, you don't really think about that stuff, and then when you, when you just have all these people that you love, and it's it's a an amazing feeling day to day. It's an amazing feeling, but like you know, it's also terrifying at the same time. But the fact that I am so terrified, I'm also extremely grateful and thankful for that because, you know, just kind of, you know, it, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> feelings but, mutual. I think motherhood does that to you, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't think of all of the worst-case scenarios until you become a mother. And it's like, oh, my God. It's the same thing with fatherhood, too. You just think of those, you like, 
when you just see but you guys don't your voice daughter it. walking around. <laughs> oh, that's true. I, no. I need you to Men voice types. it so I don't feel so be, crazy. Well, because I want to be that like uh, the rock. That yeah, that rock. That you're like uh, that. Look at him. He's just he's just being a fucking rock over there. He's uh, you know <laughs> he's like, not moving. Yeah, he's not moving. <laughs> but then when I get rolling, good luck fucking stopping me. You know, and I'm not worried about. Yeah, at least I don't look like I'm worried about something in my way, but I'm like, man, I hope I get through that shit. Here we go. And I just keep fucking rolling yep. at it, you know? But no, yeah, that's, um, that's terrifying. I mean, you know, I've always, at least I've been blessed with good family and friends. And I have always considered like the days that they may not be with us, but at the same time, you know, kind of put that to the back of your mind. But then when you have like, this thing in my arms, it's like, I can't, like, there are definitely days that, whew, like, if this virus was something that was, like, going after kids, he'd be bubble-wrapped, and, like, oh, man, I, yeah. I can't even go down that, like, I've, that's one thing I'm super, let's go back, let's start over. What I'm thankful for is the fact that, if anything, you know, kids have been relatively, I guess. Largely spared um, from this thing, spared yeah. Spared, because I would just... Man, I don't fucking do. Um, but yeah, man, I've never really been. My take has always been a little more Joe Dirt. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Joe Deer take a little more. Life's a garden. Dig it. Love it. <laughs> easy, easy going. Just you know, trying trying to enjoy everything, and that was like legitimately how I always, how I kind of always lived. You know. The, the 20 hour days where everything it was just I was always kind of able to keep keep grinding away at it and like find a way to like hey man this paycheck's gonna be nice or blah or you enjoy like the guys that you're working with that day whether you're busting each other's nuts or what I mean it's it, you know it's, it, you just gotta gotta make the best of any situation. Oh, and yeah. here it's here it's super easy. I'm not making the you guys are making the best of the situation, honestly, because otherwise that'd just be <laughs> We just invaded your house. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have made this super easy to take over, you know. It's just it's all family, man. Mm-hmm. Like that at the end of the day, that I think that's the, the nice thing is that you know, we're all family and we're here to take care of each other. And that's what family does. And so that's what I think makes this co living situation Cheers to that. Easy as possible. It's a I, good way to end. Yeah. I hope everybody out there finds somebody to co-live with. Hell yeah. Starting mm. a movement. Take yeah. action. Take action. Find somebody to co-live with. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Grab. That's not right now. <laughs> because that person will probably like mace spray you and be like, six feet, six, six feet. feet. Hey. We just de-louse each other, take care of each other. Good pickup line, sugar. though. It's so much. It's so much easier to de-louse somebody else than it is yourself. Good pickup line, though. Yeah. Hey, after all this, maybe want to talk about co-living. Yeah. 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 But seriously, like, give it a, a serious thought. Um, you know, there are a ton of benefits. I, I don't even know that we covered it all in, in this episode, but I mean, it's just been a tremendous situation for all parties in this room the sleeping party, these dogs that we have here. Like it's just been uh, an amazing situation. So your take action challenge is think about it. (laughs) And if you think it's the right thing to do, just do it. Yeah. 
Well, thank you both for being here and sharing your wisdom. Um, This was an awesome episode. All right, folks, that's going to do it for today's episode. We really hope you enjoyed the interview with our roommates, Mark and Randy. And if you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing review or simply sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action. And action is how we are able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today. And we will see you again next week. See you later, guys.